Welcome to another episode of You Hate to See It. I'm Carl Presley, and back again with me tonight, we have the one and only Dante Wilder. How you doing, everybody? Back again, back again. Sir, yes, sir. We got a special episode tonight about the, should we say, controversial new Netflix show? Controversial? I don't think it's controversial. I think people are stupid. Yeah, yeah, they might be, but yeah, it's a new (laughs) Netflix show from Kenya Barris. Hashtag Black AF, Black AF, Black as fuck, whatever you want to call it. It's on Netflix. You can't miss it. I had to say AF, you know, to make it, you know, friendly yeah, for the kids. Yeah, this is a family-friendly podcast. So Black AF it is. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the show, turn this off right now. Right now. So before we get into the exit survey, uh, a little background on the star of the show, Kenya Barris. Kenya's an LA native and Clark Atlanta alum, who's either- Swear from Clark yeah, Atlanta. Man. Clark Atlanta, man, yeah, HBCU yeah. out here. There you go, supporting the people. Yeah, so Kenya's either created, produced, or written some of the TV and film's biggest successes over the past 10 years or so. Let's see, let's read off the resume. He's got. America's Next Top Model, co-created with Tyra Banks. Okay, okay, that did numbers. Have my pretty mom's good. about to out here hey, trying to apply, man. Hey, pretty good. Hey, Girls Trip, pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't watch it, but my mom told me good things about that one. Good, good, old, good auntie film. Facts. He's got blackish, grownish. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't even know there was a mix. <laughs> I didn't know there was a mix. But Blackish and Grownish are good, and I didn't know they remade Shaft either, but. <laughs> yeah. All right, the, fir- the first four are, are really good, successful uh, media ventures, you know. Girls Trip did numbers. I think that set a record for like a, a black led film. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know, but Kenya Barris, he's a successful guy, right? Yeah, didn't he do guy. Coming to America as well? Not the re- um, he did the sequel to Coming to America, which isn't out yet. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. I don't think it's out yet, but uh, the original Coming to America was was not him. Ah, but um, that mixed up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Netflix said, "Hey, Kenya, we're gonna give you a hundred million dollars, and you do whatever the hell you want." And that's exactly what he did in the form of hundred mil shit. So he made. Black AF, which is a mockumentary style satire about his real life. I don't think people are understanding that this shit is supposed to be about his actual life. He's not trying to make like a, a relatable comedy because, of course, we can't relate. I'm broke. We can't, we can't relate to, to those lifestyles. I'm broke. We can't relate to the lifestyle he's living. So I think people just need to realize that that's not what he's doing. It's a, it's a satire about his actual life. And we are about to provide our thoughts on it in the form of an exit survey. And, yeah. you know, Dante came up with the questions for this one, so he's going to lead the exit survey. So, yeah, we'll see how it is. I can't believe that man real life got six kids, though, man. Yeah, Wrap crazy. it up, sir. <laughs> Wrap it up. Hey, hey. <laughs> when you rich, you ain't got to. Facts. We are all for <laughs> contraceptives on this podcast, hey, though. Speak for yourself. <laughs> this man, oh, hey, playing, hold I'm up. Playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Safe sex, everybody. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we'll get started with first thing. So first question we're gonna talk about on the exit survey. KP, what was your tweet length review? All right, tweet length review. Minus the real life divorce, 
Kenya Barris is living my dream. <laughs> mine, is the, mine is the real life. I thought they, I thought they got that fixed out. Did they real life get divorced? Yeah, I swear yeah, they, real, they pulled the papers in, back. In real life, uh, I think, I think he got divorced. Sheesh, rough. Now I thought, I thought it almost got divorced. Hey, you might be right. I heard like they were, they tried to work through that. I think Wikipedia still has them as married, but Jeez, you know, hey. double check. If he if he worked it out, you know. Hey, if he worked it out, I'm sorry for putting that evil into the air. Man. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to put that bad energy. Hey, but say, may or may not. All right, that's a, but that's a very good one. I definitely definitely fuck with that. I can definitely see how you you relate with that. You being a writer and all. Definitely, he's living, sure. he's living the dream right now. He's man. living the dream, man. Hey, man, got to get you some jumpsuits though. Hey, <laughs> right, once I hit old head age, I'm jumpsuited. Oh, <laughs> jumpsuited. Good uncle, bro. Yes, sir. All right. So the my tweet links review. We got it. It's clever and funny. Kenya and Rashida are truly black as fuck, and they don't care if they have to shove it down your throat. Hey, ain't that the truth? Hey, <laughs> shout out to Rashida Jones, man. Facts. A lot of people ain't know Rashida Jones is black, man. Facts. That is, that is crazy that that's, people don't know Quincy she's Jones black. Daughter, man. Come on, man. Yeah. She said, stop playing with her. I'm stop with this black playing, shit, man. man. You do what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout out to Rashida, man. Looking looking stunning as ever. Looking stunning. She always does really well. But this was the first time I'd like seen her in a role where she was actually like playing a black person, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she yeah, kind of right. just happens to play. You know, she looks racially ambiguous right. in most of the shows yeah, that she's exactly, on, but, you know, exactly. this one we can legit tell, like, she she's playing a black person. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was cool to see her like that, for sure. It's kind of, she's she's claiming her blackness, so to speak, and, you know, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm exactly. here for it. Let's... They even touch on it, like, specifically in the show. So yeah, exactly. That's good. All right, so following that up, what was the uh, best moment for you? Best moment for me, man. I like the, the Juneteenth episode, man. Juneteenth. Juneteenth there episode, man. It was just good, man. It was just good vibes all around, man. The cookout was dope. I was like, damn, I got to throw a Juneteenth cookout this year. Facts. Like new crib, man. No kids, man. But, yeah, man. Like, it, was just, it was just good vibes. And I like the painting, man. How the, how the artist, <laughs> the, the the, artist the, came in at the end and explained what his shit actually meant, man. That was just a dope episode, man. It was just good vibes, and it just made me feel good. Because after the first episode, I was like, okay, um, I, I dig it. I dig it. I want to see a little bit more, though. And then the, the Juneteenth episode, I was like, yeah, I'm all in on this. Yeah, man. that came in. Like, she was, hey, daughter was clowning it. She was like, really, like, this was a, she was like, this is not a holiday to anybody but my dad. But fuck <laughs> it. We get to have a barbecue. And she's like, I fuck with most of my family. Hey, hey. I don't get to see him. Exactly. Uh, he, he, he really do fuck with Juneteenth because he has a Juneteenth episode in Blackish, too. Facts. Oh, damn. damn yeah. That nigga really fuck with Juneteenth. The <laughs> only thing that made me upset on that is they didn't play the Black National Anthem, like the correct one. I was like, what? It's That is not the Black National Anthem. What did they play again? I don't remember what that piece of shit was. It was just, I was just upset. I was like, that is not the Black National Anthem. Well, what is? Uh, lift Every Voice? Yeah, Lift Every Voice. Man, I ain't gonna lie. Hey. That shit's the Black National Anthem. I ain't gonna lie. That song is too long. <laughs> that song is, hey, bro. We don't go to full song. You get about <laughs> half that hook. Hey, you, ain't been, you ain't been to church with me. This <laughs> <laughs> ain't that whole thing. Hey, bro. man. I, th- I thought Reverend Presley kept it down. Hey, she kept man. it quick the one time. Hey, she, hey, she ain't the lead pastor. They got <laughs> They gonna sing that whole song, man. Hey, that is true. Hey, they might sing it three times hey, through man. at the right church. Yeah. 
I've been a couple times with my gramps, and I was like, ooh, only on family reunions do I have to endure that. <laughs> Other time, you know me, man. Hit rock and roll church. Yeah, yes, sir. sir. <laughs> rock and roll church. <laughs> in an hour. Yes, sir. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad yeah. at that. That was a very good episode. Definitely enjoyed that yeah. one. So what was your best moment? Best moment for me, I enjoyed all the pettiness. Like, yeah. just the, the pettiness <laughs> between Rashida and Kenya. That, that shit was hilarious. Like, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was great. And I think the moment that encapsulated that the most was actually in episode one when they go to dinner mm-hmm. with the with the white oh, friends. Yeah, that was that yeah. shit was fucking hilarious. He yeah, was like, "Oh, you got a Prius?" He was like, "No, nah, <laughs> we about to take we about to take what a Lambo, a Rari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might take a PJ up to up to the yeah, bay." Yeah, and he was going crazy. I was like, "Yes, sir." That was living the dream, like I said. They was over there talking about ah camping, nah, but we will go to like a five star hotel right, right there on the coast. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, I love seeing black people flex on." white people sorry white people love it, man. <laughs> but love it man it happens yeah. to us so much man sometimes <laughs> you just gotta flex back a little bit nice, they were getting awesome. flexed on for the first half of that combo so they had to you know let them know you had to run it up run up the score on there yeah they shouldn't have paid for their dinner though they should have let them have that you got it man Fuck it. i mean yeah Fuck that's it. true that is true all right so following that up what was your least favorite moment Alright, least favorite moment, I'm not gonna lie, this might be my fault, but probably not. But they kinda lost me in like in the beginning of the, the Joy of Book subplot. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but I just kinda blinked and then all of a sudden Nia Long was in there and Hey and bro, it, hey, I, I love, love a good Nia Long feature. I, I love a Nia Long up, <laughs> and then I was like, Hold on, what's going on? So she just decided out of the blue she wanted to do a book, which is probably how Kenya Barris felt. I was like, man, what, what the hell is going on here? But I think uh, I think they kind of ironed that out and uh, it ended really well. So, you know, I'm not mad at it. But if I had to pick a least favorite moment, it was just kind of like the, the beginning of that book subplot because I didn't know what the hell was really going on. That's true. It did kind of pop up out of nowhere, you know, and that's that's kind of how people make books they're just like oh fuck it let me write a book you know that's that's what rich celebrities do like rich folks just be like all right i'm rich let me write a book yeah kind of deal so i feel that true true true. my least favorite part though was towards episode six i think it was like around episode six like i liked that kenya and um joyo were always fighting in the show like i love that i love that they like didn't like each other but i thought they always loved each other they started not to love each other at that point i was like damn i was like i thought i thought this fighting was like that was your love language like your love language was talking shit to each other shit marriage ain't no hoe man that that is true so once they started getting towards the divorce i was like oof, like that took a darker tone for me because i was like kids were starting to like you could see the impact that it was having on the the older sister the daughters mm-hmm. chloe and uh, drea and i was like damn that's right. like that's rough like divorce is not a good thing for the family like you don't want none of that to ever happen and i was like that took a little air out of some of the levity of the show yeah fast because it was it was it was all good vibes for a minute man it was doing drugs together you know Fast. it was, it was all last but then like that shit heated up real quick and it got serious and i was like hold on now what's going on but you know, I mean, that's that's real life, though. That's real life. It is real life. It did provide some more authenticity, you know, another layer of depth to the mm-hmm. show. It was just, I just wasn't ready for it. Like, yeah. I was like, damn, we've, we've been about five episodes of them just talking shit to each other the whole time, and now they're starting to not like it? Like, right. It was like, whoa. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So, all right. So, we'll follow up with the, the next question is, and I think this starts in episode one. I'm calling right. it Stunning as a Habit. So, 
Does it need to change or is it really in our DNA? Do we always have to flex or, you know, should we tone it down some? Yeah, I don't know if it's in our DNA. Like, the people will be like, oh, we, we were kings in Africa. <laughs> and then we wore, cha- hey, we wore chains. Black and Israelites, slavery. man. I mean, look, man. Hey, I don't think it's in our DNA, but I'm all about people live their li- I'm all about letting people live their lives, man. Do whatever the hell you want. I buy nice clothes. I was like, yeah, you're the, you're the dripster. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I buy nice clothes. I, I like to stun on people. I'm, I'm not gonna blame my DNA for that, but you know, <laughs> I like you know it's just it's just a, I don't know it's just something. Actually, maybe I will blame my DNA because I don't have another reason. So <laughs> exactly, yeah. hey, man. Sometimes you gotta chalk it up. To, we was kings, to the DNA. B. We was kings. <laughs> kings hey, B. we was not because we was the ones that got captured. Hey, That's the man. definition <laughs> of a loser. Yeah, actually, hey, I'm gonna speak on that at, at a later date. Thanks, thanks. We got, we got slimed out, man. We did, get, we did get hold on that. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Look, here's how I'm thinking. You know, in the in the illustrious words of Lil Baby Man, drip too hard, don't stand too close. You're going to fuck around and drown off this wave. Like, come on. We got to like, We got to drip. This you shit's in drip. my DNA. Like, hey, it's not in my bank account, but it's in my <laughs> DNA. Hey, God. Man, no, we do got to drip. Hey. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. Fuck it. Yeah, blame it on blame it on the DNA. Man. Blame it on the DNA. I, yeah. I I love that man. You just gotta like, and he, you know, he really made me think through. I was like, damn, we used to wear like you know chains. Now we wearing symbolic chains. I was like, can you keep your chain, man? Don't go and try to sell that shit. Keep it. the Cuban link. I dig that's it. That's yeah. you. Hey, that shit was hard, but he got the new he got the new KB chain. That joint was hard. I thought it was like a Kobe Bryant, but I forgot. Yeah, Kenya Bears is also KB. Kenya, but hey, no, it's a double entendre, sir. Tony been asking me how. He started, and then he started flexing hard. Dude had like full chains. Hey, Towards the end of the show, he really started to double down on that shit. Living the dream, man. Living mm-hmm. the dream. Yes. All right. Next question. Next question. So how cool are your parents? Kenya and Joya really played like the cool mom and dad in this, especially you can see it like episode two. But I mean, can you cuss? Can you do drugs or like drink around your parents? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't drink around my folks, but I mean, I've got I got great parents. Hey, which, man, that's which good. Means, good, which good means, black parents. So yeah, I got I got great parents, which means that I cannot, well, I shouldn't cuss. Or <laughs> you draws around them. I let a I let a couple of cuss words fly. Now that I'm grown, you know, like yeah. I said, damn, one time. Damn, this nigga was used watching, the most PG cuss word ever. I was watching uh, what's it called? Um, Better Call Saul on the finale, and I said, shit. At the at the crib, I was watching at my parents' crib. And you know it was, it was chill, man. Was they just—they cool. didn't like, say nothing, on. no, no like, neck turn, on, nothing like hey, that. They didn't look back. I'm about to be 25, man. Like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, customers. I would. Exactly. I feel that, man. You look. My mom's has the mouth of a sailor, man. And I hope moms don't hear this, but she really got the mouth of a sailor. Like I inherited all of my speaking manner mannerisms <laughs> from her. Hey, man, so she be letting them things fly and then be shocked when we let them fly back. And I'm like, she she be like, oh, I was like, you say it. I was like, we did a swear draw one time for a week. She was out $50 by the end of the day. (laughs) She was out $50. Like, she literally said, she said, we're not doing this. We're going to have to drop it to 25 cents a pop or something. And she still be out (laughs) close to $25 a day. That's kind of crazy. She be letting them fly. So, you know, I don't let them fly as bad as her, but I do let some slide in. like man i'm grown like she she might like oh 
And I'm like, you just said 10 cuss words in your last sentence. You can't talk. But yeah, drink, I barely drink around. I think I've maybe drank like, the first time I drank around my parents was graduation from college. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because my baby brother, he's 12 years younger than me. He came and then went and snitched on me to my mom. <laughs> he was like, Dante's drinking. And she's like, he's 22. He can drink. <laughs> like, I was graduating from college. Like, I'm old enough to drink. Hey, uh, snitches get stitches. Man. Facts. And she yeah, was like, mind yeah. your business, little boy. He's cool. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. But definitely don't drink. Because in episode two of here, they were definitely, they were at that concert or whatever. And she was like, uh, yeah, Kenya confronts up. Chloe. Wow. Chloe was definitely geeked up. She's like, "Are you high?" And he he yeah, responds, yeah. "Are you high?" And they just like, "All right," and then just yeah. walked out the way. Like that's pretty. I don't know. That's pretty fucking cool as a fan. Like yeah, she was definitely zooted up. I feel like like a rich. So rich LA parenting is, is definitely different from it's a little different, and the weed is legal there too. So right, like yeah, she could really just pull up there. to a store. You gotta be, you gotta be twenty one. That's true. She was not twenty one, but still, like it's still legal. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, ain't nothing to get a fake ID. If you're if you're like a rich LA parent, you are gonna parent a little differently than if you're like a middle class or poor black parent in the south you know what i'm saying that is true Def- definitely different cultures and different ambiances that you yeah like, like your kids are gonna have more leeway because i mean they're just able to do more things and their friends in those circles are probably gonna be able to do more things they don't want to be left out and shit like that so man it's, it's different exactly but let them let them assimilate some into the you know i mean right. she, yeah, she grew up rich she grown up around, yeah, around a lot of white folks yeah, let them like be rich got, man let your kids be rich man that shit that shit fun. now piggybacking off that there was a part where he was like look i'm a cool dad but i'm not that cool and that was towards the end of the season when yeah. what was that dude's name maurice or some shit the uh chloe's boyfriend yeah, Maurice. I think it was Maurice. And that, for, he or Marquise. Marquise. Yeah. There we go. He did not fuck with that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he did not fuck with that nigga one bit. That nigga said, like, you're like a dad to me. And then he was like, I fuck with that nigga. And then he went right back to not fucking with that nigga. Literally made his assistant be a cock blocker the whole vacation. <laughs> he was like, this hey, is your one the, Shout out to the white assistant. He was funny, Facts. man. Shout out to the, the white Jewish assistant, right. man. I like That was hilarious to flip the role on a white Jewish guy. If, if you ever seen um, Entourage... Kenya and and what's the assistant's name? I, forgot, I fucking forgot. But Kenya and the assistant, I think his name was, was it Danny? Yes, it was Danny. Kenya and Danny's relationship reminds me a lot of Ari Gold and Lloyd's relationship in Entourage. Mm. It's just it's just real funny watching them kind of go back and forth. But you know the the underling has that has that undying loyalty to exactly. uh, to the boss. You know, hey man, way, he, but he he took him out on the PJ to Fiji. Right? Shit, too, man. You know, oh, like, like 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 you know, like you could tell there's love there, but you know, like the, it just being an asshole because he just <laughs> an asshole, you know what I'm saying. So that's what that kind of reminded me of. Yeah, Kenya is a bona fide dickhead, but yeah, I mean, dickhead, have you, have you ever brought you know your your parents let you know chicks come over your crib, stay stay in your room or something, anything like that? Yeah, she couldn't stay stay in the room, but she stayed at the crib a couple times. I swear, yeah, I was, I, I was I on the couch. She stayed in my at my room. Wow, you you could have snuck up to the room. Hey, so. hey, I have the right to remain silent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't want to say, plead the fifth, yeah, Your Honor. Exactly. Plead yeah, the yeah, fifth. Yeah, like, we was, we was, Grown, it was like 21 and up, so you know, oh, okay. I don't think, bro, I don't think I've ever not at my mom's crib, 
but a couple things happened in my grandma's crib. That's all I'm gonna say on that one, man. But like, you know, not in my mom's. <laughs> like, not in my mom's crib. But grandma was a lot more free, man. She would let it like that. You know, sometimes in the daytime they'd pull up in the room, but it's like, hey, man, stuff can go down in the daytime. We get, we get freaky deaky at grandma's crib. Hey, man, we hey, respect that. Have, have my own room, and she had a, and she had a basement downstairs. We respect man. that, man. All I'm saying, man. I, I mean, I, I respect oh the fuck out my grandma. Next, I love next her. Question. Appreciate next her. Question, man. Hey, man. What's all up? right, all right. What's I'm just up, saying, man. man. I don't right. respect no more. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just saying, man. Just, if you, hey, man, sometimes you can be the cool, you know, grandparent, parents, like, you run that risk yeah. of, the, of the kid, you know, going over the line. <laughs> hey, I, I went over the line. I apologize, Grandma. <laughs> Nobody's sending this to her, please. <laughs> All right, so next question we going with. So one thing that they touched on in episode five, and I think is very is a very good Thing for us to think through as you know black males ourselves is critiquing black film and tv yeah. is it really hard to be you know that honest because they, they had a whole big plot line about it yeah so what do you think uh i mean it's not hard to to be honest but i mean there's a there's a couple different factors at play i think it's hard for people to critique black media white and black people to critique black media without sounding condescending mm-hmm. or like sounding like, oh, they're too good for this or mm-hmm. something like that. And um, I think it's kind of like a two-edged sword. I think with a lot a lot of times, white people will kind of like overpraise some black media that may not deserve it all the way Tyler Perry get a little too much praise man I'm just gonna say it a little too much man he hey. make the dark he makes some dark skin brothers look pretty bad that's all I'm gonna say man you're like, always making a black guy as a villain man come see, on the, the um the example I was thinking of was something like Green Book or Black Panther mm-hmm. Green Book it wasn't good it was just kind of like a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a it's a white savior movie <laughs> Oh, but it gosh, won. It I won. Hate those, man. It won Best Picture because you know people think it cured racism. Oh, you, know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like so, I think stuff like that. And then Black Panther. Black Panther was good, but people like a website I love, The Ringer. They have it as <laughs> the best superhero movie of all time, which is like, come on. That, I mean, if it's not The Dark Knight, like let's stop lying to ourselves. Like be, The Dark Knight serious. is definitely the best superhero movie of all time. Black let's Panther, let's talk about the plot. Like that was, it was very predictable. Right. Like with the plot points and certain things that you got, like, oh, I was like, I could kind of see that happening and it kind of went in like the traditional superhero yeah. flow. But the fact that they just embraced the culture <laughs> so well and everything, that's what like drove it up. But in right. terms of a superhero movie, that shit was mid yeah. as fuck. I mean, yeah, it was, it was Black Panther was mid. Yeah, I said it. Bro. Was it was like, mid. Whoa, I don't. I didn't say the movie was mid. <laughs> Hold on, let's reel that back. I did not say the hey, movie was mid. It was I fine. Said, it was a fine seven. <laughs> seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. I said movie. no, no, no. All right, if anything a, under eight and a half is racist. Seven out of ten. Most mo- most Marvel movies are seven out of ten. That is true. Marvel does like to play it safe. Yeah, if we're being honest, yeah. they they go for the strong seven out of ten. I guess eight and a half was a little like I said because of the cultural things like you know that leads me to my next point you know like what you like 
all we want, like they said on the show, all we want is the opportunity to be able to make a bad movie and then not be the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? Fact. So if if Tyler Perry makes a bad bad movie, who gives a fuck? My hey, grandma, hey, still, a couple. Hey, my grandma's still gonna like it. She's still gonna have the bootleg. Grandma gonna, gonna love it. Gonna have the bootleg, right, so, man. Gonna have the play version. Go, <laughs> you know, why, they make the play and the movie. That's version. why I'm glad they brought Tyler Perry on in that episode to say Facts. like he's not making movies to. For white people to say it's good, making movies for you know somebody grandma to like. So I mean, that is true. You gotta, I you gotta, that. you I gotta know that. your market. Like you gotta know who, what's your target audience, what's your niche, what are you good at. Don't try to do things that you're not good at. Nice. You know, it's all these. Because when I think movie critics all the time, I think these indie hipster ass, you know, white people that are always trying to be like, mm, they got sitting on a, you know, an armchair, got them a nice glass of tea or <laughs> right, right. some fucking, you know, loose chamomile shit. And they're just, you know, trying to, I don't know, trying to make everything seem way more sophisticated than it really is. Like, mm. come on, did you like the movie or not? Like, right, was the right, plot right. engaging? Did it give you a couple twists? Did it make you laugh? Did the action scenes look cool? Like, you know, straight up. Like, mm. that's that's about all there is to it. You don't got to go in and say, and look at the metaphors and try to, you know, take an AP language arts to this yeah. damn movie. Exactly. Like, like for me, as a someone that's aspiring kind of critic or, you know, commentator on art and media and culture you know i'm gonna keep it real but if somebody likes something i don't like i mean that's cool bro i'm not about to say unless it's actually that's not true because i'll be i'll be that's not true i'll be tight you tight about to lie i was like we be we be i'll be tight when people like power but not game of thrones (laughs) (laughs) people do like power not game of thrones yes i I can't believe you with this entire ex uh segment without you mentioning power or empire hey fuck (laughs) fuck power bro (laughs) (laughs) niggas niggas turn into a movie critic when it come to thrones season eight but niggas niggas fucking love power and love empire and love real hip housewives of atlanta like, come on, man. Come on, Fuck out of here. You ain't got no credibility. Come Give me on, that somebody. shit. This man preaching right now. Nah, I'm but, just saying. Alright, so I've, I've tried to kind of, you know, let people live a little bit more. Like, All American, that's a it's a bad show. All American is trash. It's a bad show, but I'm trying, I'm trying to let people enjoy things. So that's what I'm working on. And that's my that's been my my goal for for 2020. Bro, so every conversation in that show ends with a dramatic walkout or like <laughs> like a cut to see like every conversation. It hey, never just ends, bro. Sound like you've been watching. Every hey man, I, there was one weekend I watched I watched like two seasons of the show. The show is just it's so horribly bad that you actually like it's just like if you watch it through a lens of this shit is funny how poorly like this shit is done yeah. then like it becomes very watchable like that that shit is i got through i think almost two seasons in literally like one weekend and i never went back again i never never trust the the cw with your time man <laughs> the c hey man i kind of liked arrow on the cw oh, brother ever since hey, ever man. since they lost everybody hates chris TBS, <laughs> they, they ain't been on shit man that is true see i mean they had that two and a half men too they used to have on that. the CW. I'm pretty sure Two and a Half Men was on the CW. Have been syndicated because <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Two and a Half Men was on CW. Yeah, I, I, and Two and a Half wasn't 
How I Met Your Mother on CW too? Man, oh, now you just making shit up. Bro. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah. Okay, man. Hey, man. My, maybe my memory's failing yeah, me on that. Bro. I'm just saying. All right. Well, everybody, look, man. You're entitled to your own opinion. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion also being wrong. Yeah. But, like, just, you know, go out there, be honest, say your opinion, and, you know, own up to it. Don't feel free. If you got to get into an argument or two, get into an argument or two. I, hey, I argue with people every day on season eight of Game of Thrones. Right. Grow let's, a pair and argue. Let's, yeah, let's, I mean, Let's discuss black meeting. You know, it's okay to disagree. We don't always have to group think everything. Everything, you don't have to love something. People, you know, if you don't like something that the majority loves, you seen as a hater or or even worse, sometimes you seen as a coon. But like, no, man, we can we can disagree on shit, bro. Unless it's unless it's this Trump shit, we can disagree. Bro. <laughs> Facts. Unless that that we can yeah, there's, there's like that we all gotta agree on. But yeah. Like it's like there's there's yeah. you know there's some black films that are really good and there's some that we gotta be honest that are not good. Like we just because it's black don't mean that it's you know great. Yeah. Let's have these conversations, man. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. You know what I'm saying about about having discourse on this shit. Exactly. Then we if, if we never say anything, we keep getting qual- we keep getting you know trash like all Americans. <laughs> all, right. all right so next thing man we're gonna talk about so one thing i think that was hilarious to me too and that just cracked me up is the episode names yeah. man is it all really all about slavery like does everything happen because of slavery i mean shit basically yeah, <laughs> yeah that's hey that's kind of my standpoint like they have a they have a slavery tirade one at least <laughs> one solid you know monologue diatribe whatever you want to call it yeah. per per episode and i'd be listening and i'd be like that shit that shit kind of makes sense yeah, like you know right that's the reason that we are here bro. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like we did not ask niggas didn't say hey they was like all expense paid you know yeah, cruise yeah. over here to the states man yeah, you like, just gotta work a little bit like yeah. no we was locked up put in chains thrown on boats and brought over here yeah. and then niggas act like we wanted to be here yeah exactly i don't even want i don't even want to get too political with it but when you set a group of people back literally 400 years bro <laughs> 400 years then, and then hey then when you freed them you stole all that shit <laughs> i was like you stole all that shit again made them work for you again and yeah. then stole all that shit again <laughs> then persecuted like bro we talk we we ain't forget about jim crow kkk yeah, now we got bro. segregation we got systemic oppression yeah, bro, bro like this shit like, is traced the, the civil rights act passed in what 60 63? 60, yeah, 63 or 64. Like, come on, bro. Bro, that shit, like, that shit, my grandpa went to a segregated school all the way up to his last year of high school. My grandpa, niggas be like, slavery was forever ago. My grandpa, that nigga is 67. Right. Like, he's not even old. <laughs> like, that shit is crazy. And people like, eh, get over it. Like, bro. The Civil Rights Act and Affirmative Action have helped white women more than it has helped black people. Hey man, every other race gets gets reparations and benefits from you know small business loans and stuff Mm -hmm. at a much higher rate than black people. Mm -hmm. Even credit scores coming out are better for other races than black people. Me and a couple of my friends did that literally as a as just kind of a test between ourselves. Uh, growing up, I got a good friend that was Asian dude, a good friend that was Hispanic dude, and then me. All three of us applied for a credit card, same time, same age, so we had no credit mm-hmm. in our name. It was our very first credit card, and we said, all right, we're going to check what our credit score is. You know, first, 
first statement period. Mm-hmm. Everybody paid their bill. You know, nobody, nobody missed a payment. We had all the same thing. Hey, it went. Asian had the highest, <laughs> Hispanic in the middle, and then me at the bottom. Like that shit is that shit is literally a number. Like that, like that shit is that's racism right there, people. Yeah, that racist. is slavery. That's slime balls, man. Like that, balls. you know, I mean, white people don't want to hear it, but like you, we really can't have a dialogue about improving this shit until people own up to it. Like all you gotta be like is like true, and then I'm like, all right, I, if, like you know how hard it is to argue with somebody who agrees with you. Right. You can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, just yeah. own up to it, people. I know you didn't do it, but you are benefiting from a system that is in place that is, you know, giving you the advantages against other people. We just want to be treated the same, man. And how? <laughs> All right. So, you know, we're going to move on to the last point that we got today is basically how do you feel about the mockumentary style? And, you know, is it really funny? What are your favorite kind of comedy styles? Man. Mockumentary, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's a proven formula, man. You got The Office. It is. You got Parks and Rec. Classic. You got Modern Family. Yep. Oh, you got American Vandal. One. You got What We Do in the Shadows. That's six amazing television shows. And you got a couple all, of them there, I don't know. All with mockumentary styles. American Vandal and What We Do in the Shadows, man. Mm-hmm. Really just hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, hey, it's a formula and it works. Yeah, I mean, it works. When done right, it works. Uh, I think seasons four and five of Veep, they kind of have a mockumentary style because uh, Selena's daughter is doing like a film school project, of course. Yeah, exactly so, what Dre is doing. Yeah, this. exactly. So, and like those seasons are probably the two best seasons of Veep. It's wow. just, it's great, bro. It's, uh-huh. like, shit shit can, is a formula. Like You can like, do it right, bro. Like, do that shit. Like they say, when it's broke, don't fix it, man. Exactly. Sometimes it's funny. I mean, you can really let, and especially, it just works when you've got stars that can just shine. When they yeah. can improv and just be themselves. Because, I mean, isn't the office, a lot of that is just Steve Carell just off top. Yeah, it's just Steve just, Carell being a, being a fucking beast. Exactly. And then you got, um, God damn it. Who we thinking, Dwight? No, fucking, God damn it. They Wife. That's Rashida? Yeah, Rashida Jones. Oh yeah, Rashida was Rashida was going crazy. She's Rashida, she's Rashida in office, and Kenya. She's in the office and Parks and Rec. She knows the office, Parks and Rec, and this. Like she, she got three. She got three quality mockumentaries. That she, she knows said. what she's doing, man. She knows what she was yeah. doing, man. She was really doing. She was really doing great on this. And I also think that the mockumentary style is kind of the best way to one make sure everybody you know gets their fair share of time on the screen yeah and i think it's real easy to write and real easy to act mm-hmm. especially for someone like kenya barris who this is his first acting role exactly it didn't seem like he was acting it kind of seemed like a lot of those gestures and all that things i was mm-hmm. like man that's that's probably some shit that he really thinks and really does and Facts. you know might just hold in mm-hmm. But, like, he didn't really have... It didn't feel forced. Like yeah. I said, I feel like a lot of that was kind of like... They didn't, you know, they didn't... You can't... You didn't plan all those facial expressions and all of those kind of, you know, gestures and reactions. Mm. That just kind of came natural to him. Yep, exactly. And exactly. when it's supposed to be like a... You're just watching the family interact type style or, you know, watching how people go about their day, you can really lean on that. You don't have to have world-class acting. Exactly. Agreed. So yeah, mockumentary man, 
Yeah. You gotta love it, man. Mockumentary. It's giving you so many hits, man. Exactly. It's it's really a can't miss formula. Now going off that, what are your favorite like comedy types? Like you know, there's dry, situational, ironic, you know, you got self-deprecating, man. Hyperbolic. There of course dark comedy. I've been you know, I like I like a good dark comedy. Really? Okay. But I think my favorite man is just damn, I don't even I don't even know what to call it, man. It's just kind of like that um just real just real dry. Yeah. Dry dry is definitely one of my favorite. Just emotionless and passive like they really just saying it really matter of factually and looking at people kind of dumb like yeah. that shit cracks me up. I love that, man. And but I think they they use tones of that throughout this show and throughout many shows. Right, man. Like, I think Veep kind of mixes elements of dark comedy with that, with that dry comedy. Mm-hmm. And also a good, a good satire. You satire, can't really go yeah, wrong real, with it's that. It's real satirical too. So, you, you know, those are my favorite, like Veep, Silicon Valley, The Office, they're all satirical. Mm-hmm. This is satirical. So yeah, satire, man. Like, once you get it, bro, it's just like, and once they start cooking, man, yeah. you gotta love it. I Fucking think, Succession. Oh yeah, Succession, satire. man. Shiv and Shiv and Logan, they be going in, man. Oh like, yeah, man. I don't, don't want to hear people cuss each other out, call each other names and shit, bro. I love that shit, bro. Yeah, that shit, that, that, that shit that is great. Shit, you gotta, you kind of gotta just let people like. I feel like a lot of comedy is just kind of like you're not writing jokes from somebody. This is it. Stand up is a different thing. Stand up mm-hmm. is difficult but like when I'm looking for comedy in like a TV show or something like you know I think it really just has to kind of like just catch me off guard and really my measure for like if something is good comedy for me is like if I'm watching this shit alone and you made me laugh like out loud that (laughs) shit is funny like that shit is funny because you have no reason like you might chuckle alone if something is is funny but if you're actually like laughing out loud while you home alone ain't nobody around like that shit is funny I'll be cracking up, man. Yeah, yeah and, I, hey, and this show had me doing that. I know some people were out on it or whatnot, but, you know, it's a comedy. The show had me laughing. That's my barometer for whether or not it was good. <laughs> Facts, Look, yeah, sue it was, me. It was, it was funny, bro. We, like I said, we all show. don't have to be, you know, movie critics with a chai latte in our hand and doing all that. What, <laughs> did you enjoy it or not? Right. Was, was it a good eight hours or not? So that leads me to ask, out of ten, what is your rating for the first season? Hopefully, there's another season coming for a hundred so. million dollars. There's got to be a few okay. more seasons. Hey, hundred mil, yeah, facts. If he got a hundred mil off off of them, shit, that man robbed them. <laughs> shit, a <laughs> hundred mil for eight episodes. Sheesh, what? I mean, that calculates out to something like twelve mil an episode. Nigga right. making Game of Thrones money. Going crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so for the first season, man, out of ten, what's your what's your rating for for what Black Adam? I'm thinking, I am thinking about like an 8. Okay. I'm thinking this is a solid 8 out of 10. Like definitely would recommend to other people. You know, I mean, it's not groundbreaking. And and sometimes comedy is just a little thing. Like if it it doesn't make you laugh, if you don't get some of the references, then, you know, obviously it's going to fall down for Mm -hmm. you. But it it hit home for me in a lot of places. And, you know, I could relate to a lot of the 
a lot of the at least references that they were making and shit was funny. If I if I was rich, I would have probably been doing that same shit. Thanks. Yeah. So yeah, I was actually thinking the exact same thing. Eight out of ten. There we go. Hey man, we've got we've got agreements on the pod. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean like it's funny. I think everybody like all the all the actors, actresses, they all did really good. Even the kids were all really good. I mean, it was just an enjoyable watch. I mean, I knocked it out. In what, in a day and a half, maybe? Yeah, I basically did it in a day and a half. I think I went through like four episodes, one just one night, half of it. I'm, honestly, at eight, I was surprised. I was like, dang, I didn't even get a 10? Like, yeah. I thought I would I thought I would get a 10, because that's usually the formula for yeah, Netflix. Like I, I, came in, I came in skeptical. Yeah, I heard like some I things on Twitter tweets, and everything. Yeah, I saw the tweets, like, hey, yeah, this is Black AF. Like, this is not Black AF. Like, yeah, like, all that stuff. All right, first like, of all, shut up. Exactly. People Second always got to hate. Just watch the show. Yeah, so what you think about the name? Because I thought the name was like a kind of like a playoff Blackish. Yeah. To where, you know, because Blackish is just like. It's on. It's on like network television. He yeah. can't do everything that he exactly wants to do. Like he can't cuss and stuff. So exactly. Black AF is just was supposed to be kind of like a, like a, TV TV mature or R rated version of exactly. Blackish. Hey, I hey I rock with it. Like I said in in my tweet tweet length review, bro. This show is black as fuck. And they don't care if they shove it down your throat. Like yes. you gon' you gonna get this shit, you gonna see this shit no matter what. And I yeah. fuck with that. Like yeah, the shit is on the nose, the shit is in your face. They're not trying to be, you know, subtle about this man having four gold chains on, <laughs> iced out in, you know, Gucci jumpsuits, yeah. r- pulling up in a Lambo, like, come on man, like the shit is in your face and I fuck with it. Yeah, I dig it, man. Shout out to you. shout out to Kenya Barris, man. Eights across the board. It's across the board. And we're looking forward to seeing what's what's next from you, man. What's next from you? Any any closing remarks for you, Dante? I'll definitely just be on the lookout for more of his stuff. You know, I definitely respect more of his stuff. The more I've looked at what he's done, I've definitely enjoyed most of the stuff he's been a part of. So, just, what, what are you watching currently? I am. So I'm actually picking up off um, some of the stuff we mentioned in our last pod. Yeah. I'm I'm watching The Wire. I'm Hello. Actually, I'm actually midway through season three of The Wire. Hello. So I, I went, I, hey, and I started like last week and I've yeah. been about 30, you know, 30 hours in. So. Yes, sir. What, what are your thoughts so far? Hey, man, show it. Show is a quality show. I understand why it is a top three show of all time yes, for sir. sure. Yes, I can sir. definitely see the br- blueprint that it laid for a lot of yeah, other man. shows. Like, I, I definitely see it. We've got... It's shown from two different perspectives, kind of how they're fighting against each other. And then we see all of, like, the extra work that goes into getting that wire from the police. Like, yeah. I didn't I didn't realize you had to go through all that work just to get a wiretap on a phone. Yeah, man. See, there's a lot of laws and regulations that go into that shit, man. So that's a quality show. What about you? Right now, I am rewatching Game of Thrones. Yeah, I am. Another Sue one. Me. Hey, man. Sue you me. Can- you cannot put that down. This is the eighth time. Eighth time. Hey, man, that's that's eight times of quality TV. Some, like we said, when it ain't broke, don't fix it. Nice. Like, sometimes you just want to watch a show that you know you will certified enjoy, so you got to come back to some of your favorites, and that's okay. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to start uh, Dev's... I think it's a Hulu heard, show. Heard good things about Devs as well. I want to start that. Uh, Make sure you start The Last Kingdom, man. Week. Fourth season just came out on Netflix like a couple days ago. It's yeah. already, you know, on that top ten in the U.S. on on Netflix. I'm not sure which one it is, but it's on it's on the top ten right now. So yeah, I'll I'll start talked that. about that. 
I'll probably start that this weekend. But yeah, man, there's a lot of a lot of good TV ahead of me. I've been taking it slow on Thrones, you know. So cause, like I've seen it all before. I can kind of watch it in the background. So I mean, I'm watching like an episode every other day or so. But yeah, you know, it's it's life is good, man. Life is good right now. You did what I'm saying. Life is good, man. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in, man. Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold on. One more thing. Right. We're texting about this. I just want to give a shout out to my man Aiden Gillen, man. Aiden if you Gillen. Didn't, yes, Dante sir. didn't know that he was in the wire, man. Aiden Gillen has has been in three top ten shows, man. Mm-hmm. He's got The Wire, he's got Game of Thrones, and he's got Peaky Blinders, man. So right. shout out to Littlefinger, Abrahama Gold, and Tony Carcetti, man. Yes. That man hey, that man is a talented actor. Yeah, man. Aiden Gillen, man. Shout out round, round of applause for Round of applause for Aiden Gillen. But yeah, all right, so I think we're done here. Yeah, thank y'all for tuning in, and remember to stay black as fuck. Stay black as fuck, stay healthy out here, man. Stay healthy, man. Wear your mask, wash your hands, don't invite nobody over. You know, man, just just be safe, all right? So this has been Unless you got somebody trying to slide on the late night. No, don't even do that. (laughs) Hey, man. Shit, don't even do that. But yeah, this has been episode three of You Hate to See It. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys again soon. All right. Peace out. Peace out.